Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Casey Chiropults podcast brought to you by GADS Consultants, helping chiropractors keep their pulse on success. I'm Dr. Michael Perush. I'm joined with my good friend, Dr. Troy Fox. Troy, how the heck are you? I am doing great. Other than my Facebook has been blowing up and that's what we're going to talk about today. Oh, what's going on? Um, you know, the more you, you, you search consulting, coaching, and, you know, really we're practice advisors and we feel like that what we do, I, we don't feel like we know what we do is different, very personalized. Um, very. And, and it takes a lot of work to get to that point with each client. It takes us knowing your practice. Um, but when I see these things on Facebook, I, I've, I've seen some things that are very um, disturbing as, as, as I've looked into them and you have as well. And you and I have had some private conversations as well about uh, what we've been seeing in industry. And a lot of this has to do with <clears throat> high student loans, yep. newer students coming out of school. It's not so much some of our established practitioners that have been around for a long time, but right. we have a soft spot in our hearts for recent graduates and students yep. coming out of school. And I'm very concerned about them. Uh, you are as well. And I'm going to let you elaborate just a little bit on what you've been seeing and what I've been seeing in some of our private conversations that we, we've talked about with what we're what we're encountering with some some of the groups that are so-called consultants. Yeah. Wow, Troy, that's a big big topic. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you're right. It's some of the stuff we're seeing right now is actually a little frightening. Mm, um, yeah. And I, and I feel like the, the newer grads are being preyed upon just a little bit. You know, you're, you're coming out of school with a great education, fantastic education. And, but, but a lot of those new docs have big student loan debts. And so how do you support that in practice? And, and I think, unfortunately, I think that's what some of these, people, company, vendors, whatever you want to call them, coaches are mm -hmm. kind of preying on just a little bit is trying to wow you by, oh, here's how much money you can make. You can, you can make a ton of money if you hook up with us or you hook up with them or you do this, that, or the other. And it's, it's kind of this real shiny thing mentality of um, we've got the next best thing. You know what? The next best thing, you already have it. And it's your chiropractic adjusting techniques. It's your chiropractic philosophy. And what you might be missing is a little bit of business sense, which I mm -hmm. get it. You, you know, you're coming right out of school. You, you, you don't have that business sense. So what you don't need is some weird concoction of a system or marketing program or hook up with us. And we're going to get you to overutilize, but you're going to make all this money which only yeah, winds you, up getting you, getting you in trouble. And yeah, you can't throw ethics out the window. No, um, but you got to know focus. what the ethics even are. Yeah. You, you have to understand what it is to begin with, but your focus needs to be on the patient. And so let's talk a little bit, um, you know, because really this is, this is a topic that can be boiled down very quickly. And I think this is a good one to talk about right. on the podcast. You know, when I'm working with a patient, and I decide that um, I'm going to use a specific code, and we won't say that code out loud on the air, but I'm going to use a specific code, and I'm going to use that code with every patient that comes through the door. This is something that we've seen, folks. This is real. I'm going to use the, sp the specific code, and I'm going to use a specific 
amount of treatment for each and every patient that comes through the door, regardless if you've got a hangnail or a herniated disc, right. you're going to get the same treatment. So tell me what the concerns are about that and who's going to be looking at me if I decide that's how I'm going to pay my student loans off because I know how much money I have to, I have to generate to pay off my student loans. Yeah, boy, that that's a great question. <laughs> you and I've had extensive conversations about this. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> when when you're billing, how do I put this? When you're billing the same way all the time with every patient that comes in the door, and you're using the same number of visits and the same diagnosis codes and and so forth, the insurance company's going, hmm, that's suspicious. This doctor sees the exact same kind of patient for the exact same kind of conditions using the exact same kind of treatment every single time. Throws up a red flag. And that's when you eventually get the audit letter. But but a lot of us think, oh, well, you know, Blue Cross is paying me, so it must be okay. I'm getting that check every two weeks when I send in my billing. Right. The other thing that we see with that is some of you get your chest puffed out in the air and get a little arrogant and go, well, I'm the doctor. I'm the one that told this patient what they needed. Here's the problem. It's all summed up in one word. It's the word is called algorithm. Yeah. They are watching you with sophisticated technology. Six ways to Sunday. and, and the truth of the matter is, is there's very good reason for that, because what they tend to find is somebody that is doing that billing type practice tends to not be able to support that in their notes. Yeah. And that's a real problem if you can't support it in your notes. And so when you live in the insurance world, if you get kicked out of their system as an outlier, mm-hmm. um, that's when they're going to say, hey, let's take a look at your notes. We're, mm-hmm. we're just a little curious about your billing practices. And so what, what are those? Well, it's billing the same diagnosis all the time for the same number of treatments all the time. <clears throat> it's maximizing a patient's insurance benefits all mm-hmm. the time mm-hmm. and not understanding that, that there are different levels or different tiers of diagnosis codes. And you're using a, probably a very simplified code for a long-term Treatment, you know, mm-hmm. the insurance companies, and nobody knows exactly what their algorithms are, but they they know that, for example, a sprain strain code as a as a primary diagnosis code is probably the patient should be probably done with care in six to eight visits, not sixty eight, six to eight visits, as opposed to, you know, long term codes like a sciatica, for example, which takes longer to take care of. So if you're billing a simplified code set for your diagnoses and you're treating the patient for 18 visits, boom, red flag. And mm-hmm. you go up on that scale once and they'll, they'll let you slide for a while. You go up the, on there twice. Yeah, they're still paying you. You go up there 50, 60, 100 times. They're going to come take a peek. Let's see your records. Let's see how you documented that. And of course, I'm I, I'm sure most doctors out there can provide records because I, I firmly believe that most of us do really good, accurate records. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not calling out the profession, but 
you've got to make sure that you understand what that story is that you're telling the insurance company because no matter how great your records are, nobody wants to get an audit. Here's you the just, part where you it's guys a waste need of time. To, yeah, here's the part where you guys need to listen. Expound upon that just a little bit about telling a story with your your note taking system because you and I had a discussion <clears throat> about this the other day. And we found out just by chance that we both learned the same way why we needed to make changes and how our notes were taken early on in practice. And they were both through attorneys. We both had worked with attorneys from a deposition standpoint um, on on cases. Yeah, I learned the hard way. (laughs) And we learned the hard way because the attorney was eager to work with us. Hey, you're the new guys in town. Your notes are probably going to be pretty darn good because you're younger out of school. And we were really starting to move into that computerized note system, you know, moving away from the travel cards and some of the stuff that had been done in the 80s and 90s. And both of us got phone calls from the attorneys that we were working with going, what is this? And you couldn't connect the dots between the parts of our note. And attorneys are really good at explaining how a note should be. We go in a lot of times and do a subjective we do an objective, we do a treatment plan, we do a diagnosis. And then when you go back and try to connect it all together, was there a decision tree that that sent you to the next step and created that answer? Or are they all just kind of put together? And unfortunately, even though we take really good notes, if it doesn't tell the story, it, it, it doesn't make sense. And that's really, you know, and, and I steal that from Dr. Perush because he talks about creating the story. And so I think that's that's an important thing that when you start looking at your notes, that's important. And if you are billing the same diagnosis code for the same number of treatments, no matter whether you have a hangnail or a herniated disc, and I'm not saying everybody does that. I think, I think like you said, the majority of people in, in, our, in our profession are doing a very conscientious job of working with mm-hmm. patients. What we're concerned about is when you get bad advice, and there have been periods over the years where people have been given bad advice on what to do with their practices, and they've gotten themselves not only in a bind with the insurance companies, but what's what's the other side of this coin? Is there a legal side of this coin, Dr. Perush? <laughs> yeah, because... So what a lot of doctors don't realize is the insurance company is not just looking at your CPT codes, your treatment codes to know what to pay you. They're looking at your CPT codes versus your diagnosis codes versus what I call the born on date, you know, the date that the condition started and the date you started treating the patient. And they're looking at the interwoven aspect of how those fall together. So for example, if you're, you know, let's just say you're an activator practitioner. Okay. Great technique. Mm-hmm. You treat healed head, right? So if you're billing two extremity codes and a nine, eight, nine, four, two on everybody, because that's what you, you treated, mm-hmm. um, you better have a diagnosis that supports that. You better have an upper extremity and a lower extremity diagnosis. You better have a four to five region diagnosable condition, Otherwise, you're outside of the parameters of what is proper billing. And so, so I'll just give you a great example. Patient comes in, they've got low back pain, okay? And you're an activator practitioner or any other full spine type practitioner. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It doesn't have to be activator. activator. And you adjust the heel and the knee and the hip 
and then you adjust L5, L4, L3, and then T2, C1, and C2, okay? Remember, this patient just had low back pain. That's all you've diagnosed. That's all you've sent into the insurance company, but you build a five-region adjustment and an extremity because that's what you did. You're outside of the confines of proper billing because you have to the, the insurance company is expecting you to bill based on what you diagnosed. Right. And so when you build that five region adjustment for a one region diagnosis, boom, red flag goes up. And again, they'll let you throw up a couple of red flags. Well, you know, maybe that was just a mistake or, you know, you're an outlier once we're not going to ding you for, for one time, but pretty soon when they start seeing this repetitiously over time, um, the dubious red flag goes up and all of a sudden you get that audit or pre-audit letter. Which we're seeing a lot of right now we are. with folks that are getting that. So I want to, you know, we could talk for hours on this, but I, <laughs> we could, sorry for you folks that have been here for a little while. I, I got a new podcast, Mike, and I tend to use my hands a lot. I got to be careful because I tried to knock the it's thing off space. the table. So yeah, it's in my personal space, man. Um, <laughs> If you are one of those folks that you feel like, you know, that's me, I'm doing a good job in practice, sure. but I'm a little concerned. Or on the other hand, you're being told by someone right now that you need to bill a specific diagnosis code and treat a certain number of times, no matter what, you know, the, the circumstances. Either way, we're here for you. And, you know, I really want to tell you that we have the availability to do no charge consultations with you. If you're just like a little bit concerned about your practice, your billing, uh, your diagnosis and how it ties in with your billing, we'd be more than happy to talk with you. We'd even be more than happy to take a look at your, your notes and go, sure. yeah, this ties together and this makes sense. And the, we do that the, all the time. Yeah, we do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Or, or if you're, if you're not in compliance, we're more than happy, which is kind of painful. Sometimes we're more than happy to take a red marker and mark <laughs> the areas that are deficient. And here's why <clears throat> it's not an affront on you. We've all been there. No. And you know, there may be times I could probably send Dr. Perush a note. He could probably send me a note. And if we just randomly picked one out, there might be a deficiency on it. Sure. We're not perfect. We're never going to be perfect 100% of the time. But no. if you are willing to allow us to take a look at this, I'm going to have Dr. Perush tell you how you can reach us, how you can set up an appointment to actually talk. And, and then from that standpoint, you, we may have you send us a note or two if that's what you're interested in. And we may take a look at it for you and give you an idea of, of what you may need to do. I mean, we're here to help you. And and that's exactly what we do. We're not here to tell you what you're doing wrong. We're here to help make sure that you do things right so that you mm-hmm. get paid and you have a great career. Because, I, yep. I mean, my gosh, chiropractic is an amazing career. Yes. And you can make great money at it. And, you know, if you're at that point where you're feeling like you're on the edge and you want to jump off the cliff, don't do it. Just give us a call. Nope. And it's real simple. Catsconsultants.com. Just go to the website, top right corner. Click on the box that says schedule an appointment and you go right to my calendar. Actually go to my calendar, schedule a breakthrough session and let's talk about it. Let's just get on the phone. We do it for free because the y'all is, this is what we do. We like to help other doctors. We had great success in practice Yeah, and we just want to give that back. So 
give us a call. Let's talk about where you're at, what's going on, what your concerns are. And um, again, we do that for no charge. There's no reason not to jump on the calendar unless it's full, which oftentimes it is, but, you know, just be patient. And, you know, even if it's two or three weeks out schedule, schedule, we'd love, we'd love to talk to you. And, you know, that's why we do these podcasts as well. It's to get awareness out there. And sometimes just to talk about things that we're seeing in industry, you know, in our profession that we feel like is, is so important to you guys. And and it's important because we want you to be successful in the, in the profession that we love. And here's, here's my free piece of advice, totally free, unsolicited, Stay away from the shiny thing. Stay away from the shiny thing. If it looks like it, if it portrays itself that it's going to build your practice overnight, it's going to bring all these new patients in. If you're going to make all kinds of money, we got the secrets to building success. Be careful. Do your due diligence and just be careful. There's a lot of um, craziest, crazy, I'm going to use your term, Troy, dubious, dubious things out there. So just be careful. You know, give us a call. We're the nuts and bolts of chiropractic advisement, business advisement. We've got the experience. We've got all the tools. Um, So give us a shout. All right. Well, we had a great, I mean, that's really a great podcast. That's one of those that I would put up there in importance level of top 10. So far as what we've talked to you about. Hugely important. If if you're ever going to run scared, it's going to be because, uh, improper documentation and auditing and things that really shouldn't affect you. Uh, because I think, you know, like I said, most of you guys are, are really great, really conscientious chiropractors that are out there trying to make a living. And sometimes we just need to clean up our notes a little bit and make sure that we're telling the story correctly. Yeah. Yeah. You just need a good business advisor that'll kind of keep you between the navigational navigational buoys as Jimmy Buffett said. So, yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Casey Chiropults podcast brought to you by Cats Consultants, helping you keep your pulse on success. Check us out at catsconsultants.com. And from all of us here at Cats Consultants, stay informed and well-adjusted. We'll see you next time. See ya.